Hi friend, my name is Danielle Holleran and I'm the host of the Detail Diary podcast. I'm a self-made online business owner who loves sharing the behind the scenes of my business and inspiring others to follow their dreams. You can find me most days chasing my dog around, relaxing with my husband, and wearing basically anything Dusty Rose and Pearls. Think of this as your space to come to feel motivated and inspired to take on your biggest dreams while also just chatting with your best friend. Cozy up for some girl time and get ready to feel uplifted and inspired. Hello and welcome to the Detail Diary Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Hollerin, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. I have Journey Strother on the podcast today of Conroe Creations. I am so excited to have you on. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited and been looking forward to this. I cannot wait to chat more about you and your business. We've been social media friends for a while, but it's nice to meet like quote unquote in person. And I can can't wait to just hear more about your business. If you want to get started by giving the listeners just like a brief background about you and kind of how you got started in this world of small business. Definitely. So I was born and raised in Louisiana. I've lived there my whole life up until I graduated college with my bachelor's of biology in 2017. And then I married my husband that same summer and then we moved to Texas. So not too long after moving to Texas, I became pregnant with my daughter. So at that time, I was working with an education company. I started out just as like an assistant and kind of moved up roles there. So I was working as the director of the education company, pregnant with my daughter. I took maternity leave fully planning on going back to work and I did go back to work for a few weeks and then just decided I couldn't do it and ended up leaving that job to stay home with her. It was about that time that COVID hit too. So we were in a new city when we first moved to Texas. We were living in Katy, but not too long after I had my daughter, we moved over to Conroe, Texas. And so during that time, I was home with her in a new city living in Conroe and I started painting like Conroe silhouettes. So there's like a big lake town here. And I wanted like an outline of the lake for my house, just like as decor. So I painted a few and then sold the ones I decided not to keep on Facebook Marketplace. And they surprisingly sold like really quickly. And I made a few more and I was in a Bible study. So I had kind of donated some of those as the door prize to the Bible study. And all the girls were like, you should start an Etsy shop and kind of gave me the push to do it. So I started my Etsy shop just painting like silhouettes. And eventually I kind of moved over into lettering. Busy journey, but everything I kind of got started when I quit work to stay home with my baby. Well, that is awesome. I feel like your business just started so organically, which is pretty interesting. Like, I feel like that's how a lot of small businesses start. Like, you don't really even know what you're getting yourself into until, you know, you just start making something that you really enjoy. And then all of a sudden, it's like you're making things for family and friends. And then one thing leads to another and it's like, oh, well, I could do this as a little side job. When you made that first painting, did it ever cross your mind of like, oh, maybe I could sell these one day or you were just truly just making it for yourself? Truly was just making it for myself. But I also at that time knew I did want to find something where I could work out of the house. So it kind of just was two parallels working at the same time for me and ended up 
just working out. But when I started painting, I really didn't think that that's where this was going to take me. That's awesome. But like I said, I feel like that's the best way that things kind of go just so organically. When it came to your Etsy shop, how kind of was that process transitioning into actually turning this side hobby that you just discovered into a business? Because I know, especially with like painting and signs and selling online and everything like that, there's so many hurdles. So was it like really overwhelming or did you kind of just start off slow and just grow as you went? Yeah. So when I started off, it was a little bit slower. I still remember the day I got my first Etsy order and I just thought that was the coolest thing. And I would film working on everything and I start posting it like on Instagram and TikTok. And I've heard this with so many other small businesses. TikTok really changed everything. I had a few videos go super viral. I had a couple hit just a little over a million views and I would just get a huge influx of orders every time. I remember there's a couple weeks I was doing over 100 signs a week. So you really have to learn how to grow quickly. So yeah, it was a little wild, but it was so much fun. That's awesome. And those times are like just insane because same kind of thing happened with my business. And I've interviewed a lot of other small business owners who I found through TikTok who kind of similar situations have happened. And it's just really crazy how like large an effect social media can have just in like an instant for like that short period of time where it's like oh shoot I have all these orders that I need to do like within a week and then let's go back to normal after that but you still have to get through like that crazy growth in such a short period of time it's just like so wild and then I was doing it I had my my daughter was home with me during all of that so I went from me and her kind of just hanging out during the day to now I have 120 signs to do within the next seven days and ship out and take full care of her so it was crazy but I managed oh gosh I do not know how you do it how has it been running this business at home with your daughter like balancing being a stay-at-home um, but not really because you're like a work at home full-time mom like how did that look for you it definitely is like it feels like you're juggling 10 things at one time and I can definitely say the mom guilt hits hard when you get really busy with orders and your child is asking you to play and you're like I can't right now I've got to do this but I honestly just got to the point where I knew I needed help so I reached out to some friends in the area and they recommended a girl to me. She was just in college at that time and I hired her to come to the house. I still had Marley in the house with me, but she was there to kind of entertain her and go fix her something to eat if she was hungry or take her outside to play. And I would just try to like power through work at that time. And then she would also help me like package up all the orders. I'd work on signs the whole time she was there playing with my daughter. And then at the end of that day, me and her would sit there and package up all the orders together. It was crazy, but we just kind of figured out the best way to do and I also learned to work when she sleeps. Just starting off with a new business, it is just super, super time consuming. So I would get up early in the mornings and do some work while she was sleeping. And same thing at night, I'd go lay her down in bed. And as soon as she fell asleep, I'd jump up and try to go finish some work that I needed to get done that day. Well, it really is such a juggling act of figuring out what your new normal is and like what your new schedule is and just making the time where you can for those things. I think it's really great that you 
realize the fact that you needed help because I think that there's so many people who don't want to say, okay, you know, like I really need help and they just try to do it all. And at a certain point, if you're trying to do so many different things, like at the same time, everything's going to struggle at that point. Whereas now, if you have help with your daughter as well as some help with your business too, when you're working on your business, you can be fully tuned into your business. And when you're with your daughter, you can be fully tuned into your daughter rather than like all day, every day, going back and forth and trying to devote like the same amount of your time to each, which is just like completely impossible. Oh yeah, because it always feels like you're not given enough time to either the business or my child. So giving myself that time where I could just focus on the business and then knowing when it was time to cut off during the day and then go focus my time on her really worked out well for me. And she's happier. She was really grumpy when I couldn't play with her when I was working. So she definitely likes that she has my attention now when she wants it. That's so nice. I know that I see uh, your like videos on TikTok and stuff that you take your daughter because you also do wedding rentals too, which we can definitely talk all about that, but that she comes to some deliveries with you and everything like that. So does she enjoy like seeing that side of your business? I'm sure as she gets older, she'll be able to like understand it a little bit more, but I feel like that would be so cool as a little girl to like see her mom doing all of these amazing things. She gets so excited every time we walk into a wedding venue. She's saying how pretty it is and everything. And she is coming up on four. So she's at that age where sometimes, you know, toddlers misbehave. But she, it's like she snaps into work mode with me when we get to the venue. She is quiet. She is helping me carry in the easels and I'll let her carry the small mirrors. And she is super helpful. I mean, it's so funny just watching her little personality change. And she is just on her best behavior. So it makes it so much fun she gets to come along and experience all of that. That's absolutely precious. I can only imagine like when she gets older, just her talking about her childhood and like all of these cool things that she could do like through your business because while, you know, on social media, we see a lot of other people doing what we are doing. But in reality, like there's not really a lot of people who have jobs like we have. So I think it's really cool that we are able to give our children like this type of experience that they get to grow up watching us like grow and build a business, which I never really looked at it in that perspective. But I guess now since I'm going to be having my own child too, like it's just interesting to see how things are going to look from their perspective. And she just must look up to you so much. Oh yeah, she loves it. And it's so funny because I can already see her like when I'm working on mirrors she'll grab some pins and go work I'll give her a mirror so she works alongside me and she likes to paint when I paint so it's fun just watching her kind of develop and I think she's gonna have that little artistic bug in her because she loves it oh I bet now how did you kind of break into the wedding rentals in your area because I see the rentals you do they're like absolutely incredible you're also super busy with rental weddings as well so when did that kind of start after you started up your Etsy shop so as you probably know collecting the mirror rentals was quite a job it took me a while to get a collection together once I decided it was something I wanted to do I was previously doing the stained wood wedding signs and I was selling those through my Etsy so this was kind of an easy transition over but it took a while to like get the collection together because finding vintage mirrors that are in good shape to where they can travel from place to place is not the easiest I feel like it's easier now as the style has become 
more popular. But like a year and a half ago when I started all of that, it was not easy to come by. And then once I got my rental collection together, I did a giveaway. So I did a free wedding in our area where I did all of the signs for free. And then I also got them professionally photographed and was able to use those photographs to kind of market them on bridal pages in the area. So that definitely got like my rentals kicked off. And since then, it's mostly been word of mouth. I've worked with some of the sweetest brides and they always prefer their friends and family over to me. So I feel like I've done most of my growth from my rentals through word of mouth, which is awesome. That's so great. I've noticed the same thing with rentals. I feel like it's such a great industry to get into because, you know, you don't have to stress out about like social media or like promoting yourself online and standing out amongst like all the other like Etsy shops or this, that, and the other thing. Like when you're working in your community, like it's really great because other vendors refer you and past clients refer you and you get to work with people like one-on-one in person, which I really love and have more of like a hands-on experience. Obviously there's pros and cons to both of them, but I really love that aspect of rentals. Oh yeah. And every time I tell somebody that I'm in the wedding industry, I always get kind of the same reaction. Like, oh, I wouldn't want to work around any brides or bridezills or anything like that. And I, I don't think I've had one bride that's been any sort of way, they are always the nicest, most laid back. I don't know if I've just gotten super lucky, but I've literally not had a bad experience with one bride. So it is super, super enjoyable. I love the wedding rentals and getting to see all of the venues. I know. I completely agree because I get the same comments. Like people just assume that like the nasty customer service is with wedding rentals. And I'm like, honestly, that's where customer service thrives. I'm like, I love my bride. They're so easy to work with, like same kind of thing. And like, if I have negative interactions, it's typically on the online side. So that is funny that like how people just have this preconceived notion of like the wedding industry. But I'm glad that you feel the same way because I feel the same way too. I just absolutely love it. And you travel a lot to like different wedding venues around. Yes. Well, we've done several weddings that have been like three and four and five hour drives. So when we have those types of weddings, it's a whole family affair. My child and my husband come along and we kind of go set up the wedding and then we go kind of spend the day being tourists in whatever city it is. And usually for like the rental weddings, it's a late pickup, like 11 midnight, 1 a.m. So we try to end our day at the movie theater. We'll go kick back and watch a movie and that kind of kills the last bit of time until it's time to go pick up. So super fun. I think the travel weddings might be my favorite because I've gotten to see some really, really neat places through that. That's awesome because I'm sure a lot of the places that you've gone to for venues, one, you get to see some probably pretty amazing venues that you wouldn't normally go to, but then you get to go to different cities and towns that you probably would never just take a day trip to, but you get to because you're working there. Absolutely. Definitely. That's so nice. Now, kind of going back to Etsy, I know that you started off with, you know, the couple listings that you had when you first started. How was it kind of phasing out different signs that you started with? Because I know that can be so difficult and so like intimidating, especially if you have something that's doing really well. So how is that kind of process for you? Whenever I started out, I had one sign and I had it in two different sizes and it was immediately 
immediately popular. It's the one everybody gravitated towards. Even when I added new signs, that first sign was still what everyone's favorite. It was sort of like a natural wood and had a whitewashed background. And I mean, it was beautiful to look at, but the whitewashing on that particular sign that I started out with made it very difficult to letter on. It was easy to paint on, but when it came to lettering, the powder that sort of whitewashed the sign would just dry up my markers. And every single time I went to letter the sign, it just got to the point where I dreaded that sign. And after probably a solid 18 months to two years of doing it, I finally just called it quits with that sign. I started adding more options in. And when those got a little more popular, I went ahead and took that sign away. I still have people asking for it to this day, but I've just made the promise to myself that I always want to keep this an enjoyable little job. And if there's a sign that really just brought me like stress to do, I do not want to bring it back. So yeah, I was, I was glad I was able to kind of phase that out just since it got so difficult to letter on and just adding more options that I enjoyed working with instead. That's so nice. I feel like, well, it can just be so intimidating when you're making a big change in your business. Like you didn't completely change everything that you offered in your business, but something that's like super popular that you know does really, really well, but just doesn't work anymore. Like it just doesn't work for you. It can be so scary to be like, all right, like what's going to happen if now no one buys anything of like this new style. But I always like to say, like, whenever you are making a change, nothing's permanent. Like, God forbid if it didn't, okay, then you could bring it back. Like, anything along those lines, if someone listening, like, is thinking to themselves, they have a similar thing in their business that they really want to stop doing. Like, for instance, I used to offer painted denim jackets, like, all the time on my website. Like, you can just order them whenever. And, oh my gosh, they just take so long to do. Like, so long that it just wasn't worth it anymore. And I do them here and there now in, like, small little drops, like, once a year. And same thing. I still get questions about them all the time. And I feel bad because, like, technically, like, I could still offer them. But at the end of the day, like, sometimes you have to make those hard decisions for what works best for, like, you, your business, your time, like, everything. And they can just be hard decisions to make. But they're definitely worth it in the end. Definitely. I'm very happy with the decisions I've made. And thankfully, my Etsy is still open. I didn't have to shut down completely after phasing out uh, those signs. But it was definitely for the better. And I'm glad I made that scary decision to get rid of yeah my best-selling sign. That's great. Well, this has been such a wonderful interview. I love chatting with you and just hearing more about your business and more about like the face behind the like Instagram and social media and TikTok and everything like that. I always just love talking to fellow small business owners and just hearing more about their story. But at the end of every episode, we have like a figurative detailed diary that we just write a note of inspiration down to the listener. So if you have a lasting note that you want to leave with. So what I would write down in my detailed diary is some advice my dad gave me that I'm going to share with y'all. And it's to decide what you want to do and be the best at it. Whenever I decided I wanted to dive into the small business world, I really worked hard and just wanted to be the top lettering person in my area. So yeah, just try to be the best at whatever you decide to do. I love that. And you can definitely tell just through your work and through everything that you're doing that definitely carries through into your business. Like I can tell your passion and your drive and just everything. It's really inspiring. So anyone who's listening, definitely go and follow along. I'll leave all your information, like your social links, website, Etsy, like I'll leave everything in the description of the podcast and the show notes. But this has been so nice. And thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Detailed Diary podcast. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram at Detailed Diary Podcast and introduce yourself. I'm looking forward to meeting you over there and I will see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode. Until then, have an amazing week.